Hello and welcome to the Lazy Book Club podcast, the book club for those who don't want to read or leave the house. My name is Matt Gonzalez. Oh, look, it's David Cox. <laughs> where? Where? No, wait, that's Josh Matheson. <laughs> nice. So this week we are looking at chapters 9 and 10 of Pinocchio, which was Pinocchio sells his ABC book to pay his entrance fee for marionette school so well let's go with that yeah but i'm i'm really uh, glad because i i was i remember complaining on the last pod that it was starting to get a little bit too sippy sweet whereas before it had just been anarchy and just like all this mischief mischievousness uh, uh, mm. i think we're back into that realm and i'm very very excited it's really bad because like Geppetto deserves so much love and affection from his child because but he it is makes so it more self- funny. But this is what I mean. As soon as I heard Pinocchio sells his ABC book, I was like, yes, I'm so on board for that because Geppetto has sacrificed so much, literally sold the clothes off of his back in order to give him this yeah. book. And he's flogged it at the first chance. We really need these like low status characters. In- yeah you know literature and fiction because they're the ones we can just laugh at Mm -hmm. and it all just makes you realize there are people because i'm pretty sure everyone listening to this is enjoying his misfortune the schadenfreude element and all it essentially just proves is that we're all bad people Mm -hmm. because you should be like oh that's terrible but actually we're like (laughs) (laughs) you're like called for deserved it kind of love it geppetto is the epitome of nice guys finish last 100 percent. he seems to be yeah I think we should just jump in. I really want to find out how much he gets for this book and what this school's offering. Or what yeah. What was it? Marionette Club? Marionette? What was no, it? The, the Marionette Theatre. Oh, the Marionette Theatre. Sorry. I'm guessing this is where we get more in line with the Disney adaptation now because isn't that what happens? He gets like lured away by like the fox and stuff who run the puppet show. Isn't that what happens? I I wish I remembered. I, I have no reference. Because Geppetto doesn't make Pinocchio perform. I I thought I remembered it was those animals that go, oh, you're a puppet who's got no strings. We can use you to entertain people. And it's like them who kind of pull him into show business rather than Geppetto. So he gets trafficked by some woodland animals. Yeah. No, well, he I think does. That really is it. Yeah. He gets puppet trafficked into the performing arts. So next time... Don't let your young ones walk alone in the forest because they might get coerced into some theatrical company. <laughs> I think we yeah. should jump into the chapter before yeah, we start be- saying before anything we that's going to offend yeah. any more listeners. <laughs> chapter nine. See Pinocchio hurrying off to school with his new ABC book under his arm. No, I can't really. I'm reading a book. So I can't <laughs> <see that>. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> I love it when Josh has his comment on it. It's like, I, yeah, I know. I love it when he hates the way it's written, where he just me. calls the author out. Like, that's a stupid way of writing that sentence. Yeah. Sorry, but don't talk to me. Look, just read, just write your book and I'll read it. As he walked along, his brain was busy planning hundreds of wonderful things, building hundreds of castles in the air. Talking to himself, he said, In school today, I'll learn to read. Tomorrow to write, and the day after tomorrow, I'll do arithmetic. Then, clever as I am, I can earn a lot of money. <laughs> I he think he's bar very high here uh, to learn yeah. to read in a day. Three days at school, and then he can be a mogul. Most kids are still learning to read in some way, shape, or form when they're like eight and nine. I'm still starting to like read. Four. Yeah, that's true. 
It's it's gonna take I'm like, you. What is this word? Subtle. Oh wait, subtle. <laughs> <laughs> subtle. <laughs> I'm sorry to bring it back to biology again, but he mentioned having a brain. Yeah, I I, I don't think he does. I know. I just I was kind of expecting him just to be one solid kind of piece of wood with moving joints. The idea of Geppetto fashioning working inner organs for yeah. like every single part of Pinocchio. He is, is if is he can special. if he can synthesize a working brain out of wood, he is vastly underemployed. Mm. But and I also just thinking of that, I wonder what happened to the pears after he ate them. Did he poop them out? Well, this is what I mean. Does he have a gastrointestinal system? Yes. I, I feel like it's yeah, yes. Either it's that, or there's just a hole in there, and it's just going to get filled and filled with just food waste, and Pinocchio is just going to end up reeking like a bin. No, no, because it mulches down into like compost, and then that oh, that and helps. then he absorbs it. Yeah. <laughs> With the very first pennies I make, I'll buy father a new cloth coat. Cloth, did I say? No, it shall be of gold and silver with diamond buttons. <laughs> he doesn't understand how clothes work. No idea. He's going to crush his dad to death. Yeah. You would die. Gold's a very heavy metal, Pinocchio. It's so heavy. That's why you need to go to school. That poor man certainly deserves it, for after all... Isn't he in his shirt sleeves because he was good enough to buy a book for me? On this cold day, too. Fathers are indeed good to their children. As he talked to himself, he thought he heard sounds of pipes and drums coming from the distance. Pee, 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 pee. Zum, 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 zum. Are those written? Yeah, they're written. I, that was, yeah. So oh, pee, pee, pee is meant to be a pipe. I mean, I, I, I couldn't work out quickly enough to, without pausing in my reading to work out how I could make my PPP sound a little bit more pipe-like. <laughs> he stopped to listen. Those sounds came from a little street that led to a small village along the shore. What noise can that be? What a nuisance that I have to go to school. Otherwise... There he stopped, very much puzzled. He felt he had to make up his mind for either one thing or another. Should he go to school or should he follow the pipes? What do you think, boys and girls? <laughs> should he... Obviously well, follow I'm the not... pipes. Yeah, yeah Obviously definitely. follow the pipes. Follow the peepees. Today, I'll follow the pipes and tomorrow I'll go to school. There's always plenty of time to go to school, decided the little rascal at last, shrugging his shoulders. No sooner said than done, he started down the street, going like the wind. On he ran, and louder grew the sounds of the pipe and drum. Okay, so this time, Matt, you're going to be the peepees, and David, you're going to be the zoom-zoom. Okay, okay, how many peepees do I get? Well, there's nine here, and four zooms. 2.3 peas per zoom. So really, two, three, and... Zum, 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 zum. Great. That was great. Great. <laughs> I enjoyed that. Uh, I, and to be fair, if I heard that uh, in a, in a small coastal village in Italy, I'd walk toward you. Mm, so I'd follow it. You know, yeah. And I'm, I imagine playing a drum with schlongetti. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get that nice sort of like tubey sound. Is it cooked schlongetti or un- no? It's hard because obviously the floppy ones. Because <laughs> <laughs> floppy is useless. <laughs> 
Look, I intentionally went for the terms cooked or uncooked, and you were like, nah, it's hard. My schlongetti is hard. (laughs) Suddenly, he found himself in a large square full of people standing in front of a little wooden building painted in brilliant colours. What is that house? Pinocchio asked a little boy near him. Oh, and then a little boy replies. Little boy, please. Oh, what kind of regional accent works? Can we have like a little boy from Birmingham? Does he have to sound like a little boy? Or like Dudley. Make it Dudley, actually. Okay, fine. And does he, is he a young young? Yeah, boy? yeah, he's a young boy. Yes. Great. Pinocchio asked a little boy near him. Read the sign and you'll know. It's very high energy. I'm liking his enthusiasm. I, d- I don't know why I feel like one shoulder needs to be slightly higher than the <laughs> other one as well. So He's I'll like keep a, that. A brummy artful dodger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd like to read, but somehow I can't today. Ah. Somehow you can't. It's because you haven't gone to school, Pinocchio. Should have thought of that. Oh, really? Well, then I'll read it to you. Now then, what written in letters of fire? I see the words, great marionette theatre. <laughs> Excellent. He sounds like he's about to have a seizure. He's like really on the edge. I can imagine everyone that's watching is just looking around going like, yeah, cal- calm down. His kid's on cocaine or something. Yeah. He's not right. <laughs> when did the show start? It's, it's starting now. And how much does one pay to get in? Four pennies. That's four pennies as in pasta. that's four pieces of penne no (laughs) schlongetti accepted currency oh could you imagine if the currency in italy was pasta that'd be great (laughs) we've got on the wrong end of the stick with this whole thing he's not joining the marionette theater he's just gonna watch going he's he's sold his book just to watch it wow he's not even joining the guild yeah he's not like he's not been offered like a career and a life no wow he's just we and his money that's up the wall. <laughs> but that's, that's what going to the theatre is. It's a complete waste of money. Who's excited to see Geppetto's reaction when he finds out what he's done? Yeah. Yeah. I'm just waiting to, like, how Scottish. What do you mean? What do you mean you gave your money to the arts? <laughs> <laughs> Pinocchio, who was wild with curiosity to know what was going on inside, lost all his pride and said to the boy shamelessly, Will you give me four pennies until tomorrow? I'll give them to you gladly, <laughs> answered the other, poking what? fun at him. <laughs> but just now, I, I, I can't give them to you. For the price of four pennies, I'll sell you my coat. If it rains, what should I do with a coat of flowered paper? I could not take it off again. Do you want to buy my shoes? They're only good enough to light a fire with. What about my hat? Fine bargain indeed. A cap of dough. The mice might come and eat it from my head. (laughs) Pinocchio was almost in tears. He was just about to make one last offer, but he lacked the courage to do so. He hesitated. He wondered. He could not make up his mind. At last, he said, Will you give me four pennies for the book? I am a boy and I buy nothing from boys. <laughs> <laughs> I love you said that. It's like it's such a sort of like exclaimed statement. It's like, yeah, disjointed. Yeah. Said the little fellow with far more common sense than the marionette. I'll give you four pennies. Oh, wait, this is a different person. 
Um, it's a it's a, a rag picker. I don't even know what that is. Can you make him like um, Tenardier slash Fagin? Like, rap scallion. Oh, yeah, Cockney. Fagin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, you know, um, what lovely locks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Like, the old hag kind of lady. I'll take the lot. It's only, a, it's only a little one line. It's only a little cameo. But That's we'll, right. You have to lay me sing it as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you four, four pennies for your ABC book. <laughs> that is so perfect. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, I love it. That's a highlight. <laughs> Judge's face is so unimpressed. Said a rag picker who stood nearby. Then and there the book changed hands, and to think that poor old Geppetto sat at home, in his shirt sleeves, shivering with cold, having sold his coat to buy that little book for his son. So some random person has just been listening to the conversation and has snapped the book up. I think so. I did think he's not going to get a little boy to buy a, a school book. No, exactly. What kid, if you went... Oh, you got some pocket money. Yeah, Ego, I'll give you this UCAS Sparknotes book for your pocket money. Like, no kid's going to take you up on that no, offer. I, I, I tried to sell my Edexcel GPC English <laughs> anthology of poetry and nobody would take it. Nobody would take it. Not, not, not a bit. So, yeah, interesting chapter. Mm. Uh, but again, it, not much happened. He just got there and made the decision to play truant before it even started. Yeah, yeah. He does. He's like, uh, oh, it's such a big decision. He makes these really rash, like bad choices. He's very impulsive. He, very. Uh, in a way, in a way, it's a lot to be admired. Like his life is going to be interesting. Yeah, well, because mm. he's an interesting person. Just because he always he always takes the the risky path less trodden. Or well, I was going to say his life's always going to be interesting because he's made a wood. Like he is, he is completely unique. Have you noticed that no one in the town's been like, "Oh my goodness," yeah, like demon boy, like what on earth, like possessed puppet, like no one's calling the priest to perform an exorcism or anything. Like lady scream from the balcony, it's a monster. I feel like they probably would have been more shocked, but actually what we don't know in this book is that 10 minutes previous, a little chick flew past and was like, I'm off to space. <laughs> and so it's normalized now. They're fine with it. They're okay with it. I think we were expecting Pinocchio to be a bit more enterprising with his selling of his book, that he was actually selling it in order to learn a trade and join a guild and become a marionette performer. Yeah, He's actually being a lot more wasteful than we realized. But on the yeah. plus side... And I say plus side because he's still done it anyway. But at least it seems like he he was weighing up. It wasn't like, oh, I'll give you four pennies for the book. Great. Off he goes. It was like, it was a tentative, oh, should I do this? Should I not? It's so it, start it, it seems like exactly it seems like he's starting to develop a conscience and actually starting to consider how his actions affect other people. Yeah, I think I think at some point there'll be a scene where Geppetto just does. Oh, but he'll probably like Geppetto should just like just give him an absolute bollocking. But actually, yeah, you, you, you know, he'll go, oh, it's because I'm a failure. And you're yeah. like, oh, Kevin. Really, he should be going, guess who's losing their legs tonight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie, You just Bernie. imagine like, Geppetto's playing tricks. He's like making all these like, horrific sounds in the other room. Like, yeah. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I don't know if your parents ever did this. Or like with my mum, if I was misbehaving, she'd just like take the slipper off and put it on the table. Oh, really? As like a Idle you're breath. on thin ice. I'm just. What would your pet do? Did he just like take a chainsaw? And put it on yeah. The table? <laughs> <laughs> No, I reckon, I reckon what he does, he just lights a match and then just stares yeah. at him while it burns all the and way And then he down. just goes, blows it out menacingly whilst like <laughs> staring without blinking. I feel like we should play this before we get into the territory of what we want to start talking about next. Mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? Mini blub. I feel like we should put a beat underneath it. It should be something like... Mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. <laughs> well, um, just for anyone who's is maybe new to the podcast and has no idea what that was, um, that was our little jingle for one of my favourite parts of the podcast when I get Matt and David to try and guess the little mini blurb that is given to us at the top. Can I just interrupt? Sorry. If you're new chapter. to the podcast and you're listening to chapter nine of Pinocchio, <laughs> what are you doing? Yeah. Go back to chapter one. You won't know what's going on. If that's your choosing, <laughs> we don't want you as our listener. If, if, if you're going to do that. Because <laughs> you don't know how books work. <laughs> <laughs> so predictions. David's uh, going first this week. Gonna, I'm yeah. stealing the mantle. Um, go on. Yeah, David can go first. Uh, Pinocchio enters the marionette theatre and discovers the wonders of the world of theatre. Let's go for that. Okay. Uh, Pinocchio watches the show and thinks, I could do better than that. <laughs> like so many performers when they go and see a yeah. show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sit there and go, who's their agent? How on earth did they get that job? <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, that was an interesting choice. <laughs> One star. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I'm afraid I'm going to be so bold as to offer no uh, point uh, this week. What, does Pinocchio not go to the theatre? He just sells the book and goes and buys heroin. As far as I can tell from the mini blub, there is uh, no suggestion that of, of any of the things that you've said. So no points all around. So he's actually just sold his, sold his book and just walked off with the money and probably be a lot less money than Geppetto paid for it. Well, I don't know. I mean, the mini blurb doesn't seem to be all encompassing. Okay. There's always a little cheat. Well, go on, go for it. What, 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 what's coming so up? So chapter 10 is subheaded, the marionettes recognise their brother, Pinocchio, and greet him with loud cheers. But the director, Fire Eater, happens along and poor Pinocchio almost loses his life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is uh, the longer one. So you can see why no points were awarded. Is like any puppet... Who meets another puppet? Are they brothers? Is that how it works? Is that how like relations work? And also like in puppet in puppet world. So we've we've been assuming up to this point that Pinocchio is unique, that other marionettes aren't sentient. But it clearly says here that marionettes greet their yeah. brother Pinocchio with cheer. So are these puppets is are all puppets in this world alive? Don't know. But yeah, fire fiery to being a definite hazard. Hmm. But it does make more sense as to why Geppetto hasn't just used Pinocchio to make money. You're sitting there in, in squalor and poverty and you've got Depends this golden goose. But obviously, if it's the case that all marionettes are alive, then clearly it's not as... And it explains why no one's surprised when a wooden puppet waddles up to them and starts asking if they'll buy his dough hat off of them. Yeah. In the, in the, the well-known Pinocchio stories, he is the only one, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. 
All the other puppets are actual puppets. He's the only one who doesn't need strings. Because that's why the guy's like, oh, we'll make a fortune off of you. Unless it's the case, it's like one of those immersive theatre instances where the actors just cannot drop character no matter what happens. <laughs> so the marionette people just live vicariously through their puppet. Like they never put the puppet down. So you just got like Dave, the marionette puppeteer, going home to his wife. And she's just like, Dave, will you please? And she's just like, yeah. who's Dave? Mid- I'm Gimble. They're in the bedroom <laughs> about to. You know, yeah. They still got the puppet. Like, I wanted some intimate time. Oh, yeah, you're baby. Stupid. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I have never said that's right, ever. And Susan's like, I just wasn't looking for that kind of wooden this evening. (laughs) I wanted to schlank Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I'm I'm intrigued to find out how these marionettes are cheering him on. So should we dive into chapter 10? Oh, yeah. Well, I think we should. Let's do it. Chapter 10. Quick as a flash, Pinocchio disappeared into the marionette theatre. And then something happened which almost caused a riot. The curtain was up and the performance had started. Harlequin and Pulcinella were reciting on the stage, and, as usual, they were threatening each other with sticks and blows. It's Punch and Judy. Uh... Kind of, yeah, pretty much. The theatre was full of people, enjoying the spectacle and laughing till they cried at the antics of the two marionettes. The play continued for a few minutes, and then suddenly, without any warning, Harlequin stopped talking. Turning toward the audience, he pointed to the rear of the orchestra, yelling wildly at the same time. So what does Harlequin sound You make sound him sound like Krusty the Clown. <laughs> <laughs> I can try. I can he's try. Like, yeah. He's sort of New Yorky, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And then while we're at it, Pulsinella also speaks. Uh, oh. Falsetto, um, sort of overdramatic RP. Like, oh, like, um, <laughs> I'm a lady. Maggie Sm- uh, yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a lady. Fine. Um, and then also, I'm just looking ahead ever so slightly. Uh, there's a character called Signora Rosauro. Or make a Cuban or something like that. Yeah. Fine. Uh, <laughs> he, f- fine. Good. I'll try that. Turning toward the audience, he pointed to the rear of the orchestra, yelling wildly at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Look, look, am I asleep or awake? Do I really see Pinocchio there? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's... Un- that wasn't an uncanny, Krusty, but I... No, I- but the, the laugh makes it everything. Yes, yes, <laughs> it is, Pinocchio! <laughs> Screamed Pulsinella. <laughs> yes! <laughs> it is, it is! shrieked Signora Rosora, peeking in from the side of the stage. Uh, and then this is a bit where all the marionettes yell at okay, once. Okay, well, should we choose one? Um, so I don't know. Could, okay. Chorus. Yeah, do you want to commit to one? What are going to say? Or do you want to pick one each? Yeah. Or, yeah I don't know. Cool. Am I going to end up with the Cuban one just because my surname is yes. Elvis? <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> no, no question. <laughs> the one accent out of those three I probably can't do. What is, what is yep. the, uh, what's the, what's the words? So the first bit is, it is Pinocchio, it is Pinocchio. And then after I finish, we then say, it is Pinocchio. It is our brother Pinocchio. Hurrah for Pinocchio. Got that? Okay, ready? Three, two, one, go. It is Pinocchio. It is Pinocchio. Pinocchio.
yelled all the marionettes, pouring out of the wigs. Wings? Pouring out of the wings. Sorry, not the wigs. <laughs> to be fair, that, that, that's quite apt for this play. I mean... Um, yeah, no, go, and, and, and the second bit, go. It is, it it is, is Pinocchio. Pinocchio. It is our brother. It is our brother, Pinocchio. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> for Pinocchio. I just realised I was just talking in my normal voice. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're doing ensemble scenes? You're like, I'm not going to be picked up. Hello, Pinocchio, come up to me shouted Harlequin. Come to the arms of the Wooden Brothers. <laughs> that was more Popeye at the end. I did Popeye. I, uh, accidental Popeye. We've all been there. At such loving invitation, Pinocchio, with one leap from the back of the orchestra, found himself in the front rows. With another leap, he was on the orchestra leader's head. With a third, he landed on the stage. It is impossible to describe the shrieks of joy the warm embraces, the knocks, and the friendly greetings with which that strange company of dramatic actors and actresses received Pinocchio. It was a heart-rending spectacle, but the audience, seeing that the play had stopped, became angry and began to yell. And then everyone in the audience yells something, so what do they sound like collectively? Just angry Italians. Angry Italians, okay. The play! The play! We want the play! <laughs> the yelling was of no use, for the marionettes, instead of going on with their act, made twice as much racket as before, and lifting up Pinocchio on their shoulders, carried him around the stage in triumph. At that very moment, the director came out of his room. He had such a fearful appearance that one look at him would fill you with horror. His beard was as black as pitch and so long that it reached down from his chin to his feet. His mouth was as wide as an oven, his teeth like <laughs> yellow fangs, and his eyes two glowing red coals. In his huge hairy hands, a long whip made of green snakes and black cat's tails twisted together swished through the air in a dangerous way. How do you swish a whip around non-dangerously? If you've never swished a whip in a slightly more flirtatious way, you haven't lived. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he's kinky. At the unexpected apparition, no one dared even to breathe. One could almost hear a fly go by. <laughs> <laughs> Those poor marionettes, one and all, trembled like leaves in a storm. And then he speaks. Can like fire eater? Oh, I was gonna say, can fire eater sound like a wrestler? Uh, I, I don't I know what wrestler sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like Stone Cold Steve Austin, or like okay, one okay. of those kind of like just make it really like blokey and dramatic and slightly American. Okay, great. Because you see the rock, like that kind of yeah, <gasps> yeah, okay, lots of gravel. Some, some like Why have you brought such excitement into my theater? <laughs> The huge fellow asked Pinocchio with the voice of an ogre suffering with a cold. Did you, do you think I embodied an ogre suffering with a cold there? Well, with the, with the wrestler, yeah. He definitely sounds like an ogre. Great. If he speaks subsequently, I will add a little bit more cold just for kicks. Believe me, Your Honour, the fault was not mine. Enough! Be quiet! <laughs> I'll take care of you later! This is wrestler talk. I don't care what anyone says. This is wrestler dialogue. Give him the chair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, as soon as the play was over, the director went to the kitchen 
where a fine big lamb was slowly turning on a spit. More wood was needed to finish cooking it. He called Harlequin and Pulcinella and said to them, Bring that marionette to me! He looks as if he were made of well-seasoned wood! He'll make a fine fire for this bit! <laughs> Harlequin and Pulcinella hesitated a bit. Then, frightened by a look from their master, they left the kitchen to obey him. A few minutes later they returned, carrying poor Pinocchio, who was wriggling and squirming like an eel, and crying pitifully, Father, save me, I don't want to die! I don't want to die! That's the end of the chapter. Oh, it's going to be... <gasps> oh, we finished on a cliffhanger. Mm. Pinocchio seems to have a habit of getting himself wrapped up with fires. That's true, yeah. He's already lost his he feet does. to a fire, and now he's about to lose his life. It's one of the biggest sort of you know, areas of risk if you're made of wood. Isn't it's it? true. But, I mean, it's an area of risk for me, and I'm made of meat. <laughs> <laughs> so you're made of meat. And I'm basically one giant yeah. steak. That's what we all think, yeah. Fire destroys quite a lot of things, not just wood. But, no, you're right. Of all the weaknesses to have, like, it's probably his strongest one. I'm amazed that Pinocchio managed to cause such a riot just walking into the theatre. you think that being one of five or four sentient puppets wouldn't really yeah. raise much of an eyebrow, but... Well, that was the biggest shock of, for me, is that these other puppets weren't, weren't being puppeteered. No. They were at, and to the point where even later on, well beyond the realms of the theatre show, he was referring to the puppets going to do a job for him, so therefore they're not people. Mm. Yeah, interesting chapter. He seems to have been welcomed into the Brotherhood without any qualms. So maybe he'll just be straight into the old theatre company. Yeah, I'm wondering you know? if he's going to manage to like talk himself out of this and then end up joining them. And then maybe he disappears and Geppetto doesn't know what happens to him. I think he could be quite persuasive, you know. Mm. Um, well, he's, he's, used, he's used his powers of persuasion quite a few times on Geppetto. But then Geppetto is quite naive and has a soft spot for Pinocchio because he made him. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see... I mean, the only other person Pinocchio's implored to get something off of is the old man, and all he got was a bucket of water in reply. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like I feel like this one. Obviously, it's his fault that he's bunked off school and gone to the theatre. But whereas his other prank, uh, his other sort of uh, adventures have been because he's done something stupid or he's broken the rules. This one seems to be out of his control, and then he's being accused of something now, and he's like, "I didn't even do anything." Mm. So it's a, a slight shift in the fact that he's now seems to be the innocent party. It wasn't his t decision to be sort of screamed at from the yeah. front, front of the theatre. So there's something in that maybe, mm. maybe moving away from him being the instigator of the trouble and and trouble still finding him, but at least he he didn't cause it. Yeah, being swept up in it instead. Whip your jingle out for the lads. Yeah, so mini blub, mini blub, mini blub. What, what is happening? What is happening? Pinocchio. Oh wait, no, sorry. Let, let, I'll let David go again, actually, because I've had quite a few things okay. where I've gone. For. Um, Pinocchio talks his way out of being burnt alive and also rescues the lamb from... Ooh. <laughs> the lamb that in my head is well dead already, but fine. Yeah, I love that because it, like, it didn't say it was dead first. It was just like this lamb was turning. I was like, oh, right, it's okay. It's, uh... um, 
Pinocchio seduces the fire eater and promises to run away with him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Caresses. Okay. <laughs> he fondles I him. Give, I I will give I will give Matt uh, um, one twenty. Nil point. I'll give you I'll, I'll give you one twentieth of a point. You can have that. Take that oh, and right. spend it as you like. Um, David, however, can probably get three twentieths. So is that more? That's more. Really a set. How many? Three twentieths versus one twentieth. I think you know which one's bigger. Chapter eleven is subheaded: Fire Eater sneezes and forgives Pinocchio, who saves his friend Harlequin from death. Is the sneeze an aneurysm or something? Why? What? Why is the sneeze related to him forgiving? I have no him? clue, but I'm looking forward to finding out. To give him a tissue or something. Absolutely Maybe he says bless bizarre. you, and then he goes, "Oh, what a lovely laugh." <laughs> <laughs> if he did the fire breathing onto Pinocchio's hat, would it turn into bread because it's dough? Oh yeah, okay. it would be. It would be like a little, nice, wouldn't it? And then they can yeah, all share like it. Flame, like clay oven pizza. They literally break bread together. They do. Yeah, and that causes peace. Uh, so if you've got any thoughts or opinions on this chapter, you can message us on thelazybookclub at gmail.com. Or give us a little twit to woo on Twitter, that site where you share stuff. Not okay. Uh, yeah, at lazybookclubpod. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there's the other one with all the pictures. And if you're uh, not careful and you double tap, then you might accidentally like your ex's picture from eight years ago. Instagram, <laughs> at lazybookclubpod. <laughs> So if you'd like to find out what happens to Pinocchio, tune in next week. Thanks.